This week's episode is brought to you by The Polar Room. Chirotherapy is the newest trend towards achieving optimal health and beauty. It's Left of Field with Danny Kavanagh. Hello everyone, I'm Danny Kavanagh and welcome to the Left of Field podcast. The Olympics are just around the corner, so I thought, why not get on one of our amazing Australian athletes? And today, Stacey Heimer was kind enough to join me to chat all things Taekwondo. She's heading off representing our country and she covers a bit of a breakdown into the sport. Really interesting chat, so I hope you enjoy it. Stacey, welcome to the Left of Field podcast. How are you going today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Full disclosure, I don't know much about the ins and outs of your sport, and I don't think my listeners would either. You are the first Taekwondo martial arts athlete we've had on the show, so welcome. This is very exciting. So to start us off, I thought, why don't you just explain to us a bit about your sport? So Taekwondo is two people facing each other in a ring. It's as many points as you can in three rounds, so three two-minute rounds, and you have electronic scores that you have to try and connect with and get as many scores as you can. And it's a bit complicated, but you're wearing full full protection and you've got sensors on your feet and they register to the head, which is three points, score to the body, which is two points. So that's kind of a basic summary of what Taekwondo is. And so you base, how do you win about? Do you just want to get as many points as possible? Yeah, so trying to kick as many points as you can to the head or to the body. And in the last round, whoever has the most points will win. And if there's a draw, we go to golden points. So whoever can score the first wins. So can you just hit someone straight in the head? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Go straight to the head or you could kick straight to the body. And you can also score by punches. So punches are, are one point and that you can score to the body with a punch. Is there anything you can't do then? You can't kick below the waist and you can't say like kick the other person in the leg. You'll get a warning for that. And a warning on you is then a point to your opponent. Okay, so is there different divisions? What kind of division are you in? Who do you, who are you competing against? So I'm in the under fifty seven female weight category. Um, I'll be competing against people from all over the world. A lot of competitions in Australia, so there's relatively a big turnout in people that come into every division and every competition. Really, on the international scale, I'll be versing people from literally all all countries and. That's pretty exciting and pretty daunting. Is it tough staying on that 57 kilos? You want to keep your strength, but you don't want to lose weight or be too overweight. If you're 57.1, do you get disqualified? Can you just say, I need to go to the bathroom for a second? Like what? How does it work and how tricky is that? Usually in competitions, you'll get two tries. If you're over, say, 57.1, usually they'll give you like a 0.5 like 500 grams leeway, but in some competitions that are really strict, like they could probably disqualify you just for being one or 200 grams over your weight division. So trying to stay on the 57 or whatever weight category it is, is 
sometimes relatively difficult and sometimes it's even harder mentally trying to get down to that weight category because you're losing, say, two to four or five kilos, whatever it is, in a short period of time. And so trying to get down, make sure you weigh in and don't get disqualified. From your Insta, you look like a bit of a foodie. So what's the toughest food for you to give up then, would you say? I'll be giving up, say, my ice creams and chocolates. <laughs> I mean, I try and stick to a very balanced diet, all-round diet, just trying to get those proteins in to maintain my strength, strength as you said before. Yeah, just trying to cut out all those bad foods that are high in fats or you know, high in sugars just to make sure that the weight goes down but still maintaining that strength. So what is a training routine like then for a taekwondo athlete? For me right now, it's training five days a week, uh, two to three times per day. So strength and conditioning, which is like gym work in the mornings, and we do specific strength works or flexibility or plyometrics. Then we'll go into individual sessions where we'll work on specific kind of movements, skill work that is specific to your fighting style and then we'll go into like a group session where we'll do sparring or we'll do some bag work and we'll just be kicking like a thousand times in the in the day but it's pretty full-on very high intensity sometimes it can be relaxed but you're still working hard and you're still moving pretty much all the time so what's your kind of go-to move then what's your kind of strategy in about I like to work with my front leg, so of my stance is left leg in front, right leg behind, and you're moving forward with your front leg. So my left leg going forward, and that kind of I can work it to the body, going directly to the body or directly to the face, and then I'll follow up with like a back leg or a punch to the chest. So it's a bit complicated. You can there's so many variants in what I can do but usually it will go from the left leg at the front followed by my right leg coming into the body or face. And is there any new tactics that you're trying to learn then for the upcoming Olympics? Some new tactics where I'll be coming up in the middle where I'll be going straight to the face where like your chin area is and that will come in a clinch work where we're up close and I'll kind of try to push my opponent back with my hand and then drive my knee up so my leg can go all the way up in the middle and try and hit them in the head through through the clinch work. But it, it is difficult. It can be done, but yeah, it does require a lot of time practicing. Mm, that's I'm very excited for you to kind of get that move going. Are you looking for a new way to boost your overall health, fitness, and wellness? Why not give pyrotherapy a go? Basically, it's a cool room you stand in in freezing temperatures for about three minutes, and afterwards, you feel amazing. Honestly, your muscles, your skin, and your overall health feels great. There are massive benefits to this type of therapy, and the Polar Room are offering all you listeners 20% off your first session. So why not go in and give this trend a go and see what you think for yourself? Why don't we take it back a little bit? How did you get into the sport? So I started it when I was four years old and I kind of got into it because I have an older brother. I followed his footsteps and it made it a bit more comfortable to me to get to know the place a little bit 
and jump straight in there, all the activities. So I was doing Taekwondo all the way through and that was like traditional classes and sparring classes. And then once I got my black belt, which was about 10, 11 or 12, I can't remember exactly, I took on the sparring side. So I dropped the traditional side and focused more on my sparring. And then that's kind of in my teen years, that's where I picked up on the competitions and really put a lot of my effort into training and working out and everything. So it got me to this place now, which is really good. I'm able to train with high-performance athletes. So you're off to the Olympics. That's pretty exciting. What are you most looking forward to at this competition? So you're currently 43rd in the world. You know, what's the goal? The goal is to keep versing these top athletes because that's where I find I'm learning the most out of it because you're you're fighting against them, but you're learning off them as well. So keeping my ranking points high, finding a good competition, which will in turn, I'll keep growing. My experience will keep getting better better. And then hopefully in the near future, my ranking points will get a lot higher. So I'll be going to bigger competitions and it'll be really, really good to try and get up there. So out of the current fighters, who have you learnt the most? Who's kind of groundbreaking in the sport? A lot of the Korean fighters I tend to look at because they've got just a specific style that's so fluent and so so nice just to watch. And they're actually very specific on where their kicks land. They, they score really well. So trying to learn off them is something that I've been looking at quite recently. And just trying to learn like how they maneuver their leg around their kind of simple tactics because they do work a simple game, but it works. So I'm just trying to pinpoint what their goal is. Yeah, yeah. And so you're going to Japan and you love food. Have you tried a lot of Japanese food? Are you excited to? Oh, I'm so excited to try this Japanese food. Like I've had a lot of Japanese here at home, but I I know for sure once you get over there, it would just be a whole different ball game. So it'll, <laughs> it'll be so amazing. And so how's your prep been? Because there's been no international tournaments. I can't imagine Australia has a big taekwondo kind of contingent for you to you know train against compete against the best in the lead up and train and learn so how's the last year been for you so last year we was a bit more relaxed um we were still able to train which was good but in terms of competitions we've been trying to do simulation competitions uh every couple so weeks uh just to keep that mentality in like preparation for when you're going into the routine of warming up before a fight you just need to re-get those going so that when you do come into the competition later in the future you know you've already got that there so competition wise we've been trying to get a few competitors interstate to come down and train with us and spar with us just so that we keep that experience going and to try and keep our momentum going as well you mentioned before high performance and stuff. How have you taken your training to the next level? I know you like to use a sports psych and well-being coach mm. and do more than just the physical tra- training and preparation, but a lot of mental has come into your game. Sports psych fairly recently, just to get a bit more of a professional scope on 
what's going on inside my head or how to deal with certain things that certain characteristics of myself just so it's more like learning about yourself and then trying to work out how to deal with yourself in that way so it's just like breaking it down being more aware of things being more mindful or being more aware of it like outside kind of external things inside things it's been a lot of work but it's been really good it's been a lot of eye-opening things and we've been highlighting a lot of stuff so it's all helping so much and yeah, I find the mental game of it is so important and it can really be it can really dictate what your outcome is on the comp day if your mind's somewhere else you're not going to perform as well so trying to get your mind in the right mindset focusing in ignoring everything outside of you is very important for a good competition day and you do a lot of yoga as well to kind of improve yourself there too? I do, just to really clear everything that's going on. Like if I have overloading in uni work or whatever it is, you just need to cleanse your mind in order to refocus again and reboot yourself. Go to training or go anywhere just to make sure your mind is in the right place. And then you can perform that. Yeah, so you mentioned uni. What else do you do outside the sport? Because I can't imagine a lucrative business being a taekwondo athlete. Actually, how do you guys make your money? So I have a part-time job as well. I work at a cake store on the weekends. I just did my last week of it just so I have a bit more time to recover. But prior, I was yeah working at the cake store. I have, I have a sponsorship that they've been supporting me and have been getting help with from uh, other people, but not a lot of money is into Taekwondo in Australia at the moment. We do get government funding, which is really good. That has been a big help. I do fall back on my quite a bit as well, so I'm quite lucky that they're able to step in and help me whenever I need. I guess you can pay them back by making cakes. What's your go-to then? Oh, no. I mean, sometimes I'll bring a cake here and there, whatever function or dinner that we have or birthdays. But I just eat any cake that comes my way, really. I love cakes so much. So anything that has chocolate in it, uh, that's my go-to. It <laughs> doesn't quite make it to them. <laughs> and so you mentioned you worked at the cake store and you have uni. What are you studying and what's the future? So you've got the Olympics. Are you hoping that you can get back to international travel or what's going to happen? Well, I hope we get back into international travel and I'll still continue my uni. So I'm doing food tech and nutrition at um, RMIT and I'll be doing that part-time just because I'm trying to balance if we do the international travel I'll be balancing that as well as uni so part-time is a lot easier for me to juggle everything and then hopefully through uni I'm able to because I'm doing nutrition I'll be able to make my own food products and then hopefully tie it into my sporting career as well so Hopefully it all intertwines in the end, but yeah, that's the goal of it. Pretty exciting. So very close to the Olympics. How are you feeling? Are you excited for the opportunity? What can we expect? I am excited. I am a little nervous because it is going to be my first big Olympic competition, but it is something that I am looking forward to. Yeah, it'll be a great experience overall, and I can't wait just to see what it's all about and come against all these opponents. So, yeah, very much looking forward to it. Well, good luck. We hope 
you win and we can't wait to see how you go. I like to ask all my guests some words that they like to live life by or some inspiring words that they've heard along the way that inspire them. Could you leave us with anything? Make sure that you're always enjoying what you're doing and you go back to connect with nature, connect with your everyday activities that you do. Just make sure that everything is through enjoyment, through love, through appreciating what you've got and going forward with it. Make sure you're dominating in what you do, going 100% because the reward's definitely worth it. Love that. I really do. Well, good luck at the Olympics. Represent Australia well. And I think we'll all need to tune in to Taekwondo now and see how what it's all about. Yeah, definitely. I would love to get everybody around it. So go for it. See me out there. Thank you. Thanks, Stacey. I hope you guys learn a lot about Taekwondo and don't forget to tune in. Hopefully she can bring gold home for us with a lot of those fancy legwork. Like always, like and subscribe and tell your friends. Let's go the Left of Field podcast or head back and listen to one of the older episodes. I've done over a year now of the podcast. So thank you all so much for your support. I want to keep doing episodes. So keep listening. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.